my top tips for arriving in Ireland, at least a little bit rested, plus how to kick jet lag quickly. Hi, thanks so much for joining me here on the Traveling in Ireland podcast. Today, I'm continuing the Planning Your Ireland Vacation series that began back in episode 124. If you're a new listener, you might want to pop back to the beginning to get all the tips. Today's episode is all about arriving in Ireland rested and the little things you can do to help combat jet lag. Let's talk about your flight as we start. Now, depending on where you board your flight to Ireland, at least from the U.S., you're going to have 5 to 11 hours of flight time. And that's not all that restful because within about an hour of takeoff, there's going to be a beverage service. And then about 60 to 90 minutes after that, you'll have a meal service. And then after that, they'll come through with coffee or tea. And by this time, your flight might be nearly half over. And the lights are finally dimmed to let you rest. And then about 90 minutes before landing, the lights all come back on and a light breakfast is served. So simple math will tell you that between all the meals and the service, you have between two and five hours to try to rest before you land in Ireland. And no matter how you look at it, it's really not a lot of time. Now, the small blessing <laughs> if you're traveling with children is that kids can sleep anywhere. And let's be honest, as a parent, you're probably doing your best to make sure that your kids are comfortable and able to sleep, which speaking from experience can make you even more uncomfortable. So, you know, they're likely going to arrive more rested than the adults. Great for their attitudes, but otherwise not really so helpful, right? So let's talk a little bit about resting during your flight to Ireland and maybe a little bit even before. Because sleeping on a, on a flight not a skill that everybody has. I know that I I am an awful flyer. Um, I don't really rest on a flight. I might be lucky to get, you know, 45 minutes um, of, of rest on a flight. So I have a few tips to help you arrive in Ireland at least somewhat rested. Now, the first tip is even before you leave, you want to do your best to get eight and maybe even more hours of sleep at least three nights before you leave. Now, technically you can't save up that excess sleep, but it's certainly more helpful to have enough sleep before you leave than to begin, you know, even days before your trip, kind of running, you know, running low on energy, running on empty. The second thing you want to do is decaffeinate. Put down the sodas, put down the coffee, pick up the water. You need to stay well hydrated on your flight to help you fight jet lag, but also by removing those stimulants from your body, it'll make it a little bit easier for you to sleep when you do have the chance. The third thing you can do is set your watch or your phone to the local time in Ireland. This kind of helps your mind to know what time you're acclimating to, even if your body argues. So if if you if you land in Ireland and you look at your phone and your phone says that it's 8, 10 a.m., um, that's a lot better for your mind to process 
than for your mind to process that it's 2.10 a.m. and you should be asleep. <laughs> Another thing you should do is eat light. Try to avoid fats because those can keep you awake. And carbs, you know, you might want to carb up a little bit because pasta, bread, they're heavier and they might actually help you sleep. Now that said, I recommend skipping the in-flight dinner. I usually get on the plane and try to zone out as quickly as possible. Um, if I'm if I'm lucky enough to be in business class, the minute they tell me that that we're above 10,000 feet, I lay my seat out and I put on my eye mask and I do my best to ignore everything around me. Even back in coach, once we're up above that, I tip my seat and I put on my eye mask, put in my earplugs, and I do my best to to go to sleep or relax or something. Um, I just, I skip that in-flight dinner. Now, next you want to hydrate, hydrate, hydrate. Um, I did mention to decaffeinate. This goes right along with it. You want to try to drink at least 16 ounces of water before your flight, and if possible, an eight ounce glass of water for every hour you're in the air and awake. So you should have, let's say that you have four hours that you're awake during your flight. You should be drinking 48 ounces of water during that time. Just jumping in here as I'm editing because I can't do quick math. Four times eight is 32. So 32 ounces of water if you're awake for four hours during your flight. Now back to the originally scheduled podcast. As far as clothing goes, you want to wear shoes that can slip off easily. Make sure you're wearing socks, <laughs> you know, bring slippers, something. But if you can slip those shoes off, it just, it really helps your feet to relax. And if your feet relax, the rest of your body can relax a little easier. But also wear comfortable clothing. Tight clothing, just trying to relax in tight clothing, it's just hard to do. So be as comfortable as possible. The next thing you want to think about is the tools that you'll need to help you relax. Uh, earplugs or earphones and a sleep mask is going to help you to shut out the noise and the lights around you. Now, personally, I've not found a travel pillow that I think really works. The turtle neck support that's spelled T-R-T-L, it's really the best thing that I've found for sleeping on a flight because it keeps your neck from doing that fall over and hurt thing or keeps you from getting a stiff neck if you sleep with your neck kind of tilted forward for too long. And finally, even if you can't sleep, do your best to relax. That quick 45 minute nap is better than nothing. And even if you don't sleep, just kind of, you know, zoning it all out and relaxing, resting a little bit is going to do more good for you than setting up all night and watching a movie. Now, if you were lucky enough to fall asleep on a flight, I have a few tips for waking up before you land. Like I said, the flight attendants are going to turn the lights on and start moving around. You'll notice, even if you have on your, your eye mask and your earplugs, you're gonna notice people around you kind of moving around, getting a little restless. So as the flight attendants prepare to serve breakfast, if you can get up, move around a little bit, stretch, go to the bathroom, and then eat that little bit of breakfast, drink some water. If you're a tea or coffee drinker, 
and you and you want to. I know that there are a lot of reports that say don't drink tea and coffee on air, airlines, but if you want to drink the tea and coffee, do the things that are going to make your body feel like you're waking up. And then finally, don't rush to get off the plane. Everybody else is rushing to get off the plane. Just relax, wait your turn, take your time, let your body kind of adjust to being back on land. You know, you've, you've got your sky legs. Uh, let everybody else rush to immigration and baggage and then let them wait for the plane to be unloaded and let them do all the waiting. Don't rush. Just take your time, relax. Get used to that relaxed pace of Ireland, right? Now, once you've arrived in Ireland, you need to adjust your body clock to Ireland time. And jet lag can make that a little difficult. So a few tips to help with that are get active. The last thing that you want to do is sit down and be still for an extended period of time. The best way to adjust your body's inner clock is to get moving. You also want to eat a good meal. Your body's fuel is food and sleep. And it just kind of makes sense that when you can't sleep, you need to eat a little bit more. If you are getting a car immediately on landing in Ireland, don't drive more than an hour and a half. Driving drowsy is dangerous. You're not only driving drowsy, but you're driving drowsy in a country that you maybe haven't visited before on what could be the wrong side of the road and the wrong side of the car. It just isn't smart to land from an overnight flight, get in a car and drive for multiple hours. Do not do it. <laughs> By the time the evening rolls around, you're going to be dragging. But don't go to bed too early, because if you go to bed too early, you're going to wake up in the middle of the night, and then you're not going to get back to sleep, and then you're going to sleep late, and you're, you're not getting reset. So don't go to bed too early, but don't stay up too late, because you do want to get a solid eight hours of sleep if you can that first night to help you adjust. So be sure to set an alarm the next morning and you're still going to be tired because it's still going to probably be the middle of the night back home. But the sooner you get adjusted to Ireland time, the quicker the jet lag will fade and the more fun you're going to have on your vacation. Waking up on your first, you know, your first wake up in Ireland don't forget to fuel yourself for the day ahead. Don't skimp on breakfast because you're still, you're still tired. Your body still probably hasn't recovered from the flight and the time difference. So don't skimp on breakfast. Make sure you fuel your body. One final note for my listeners who are in the U.S. When you are returning to the U.S. from Ireland, prepare for a long day. The eastern part of the U.S. is five hours kind of behind Ireland time. The West Coast has an eight-hour difference. So, and especially if you have a connecting flight in between, it's just going to make your, your day seem even longer. We had uh, one instance where we flew from Dublin to Atlanta, and we left Dublin at 9 a.m. We landed in Atlanta at 1 p.m., so we kind of crunched time a little bit, if you will. And then we had a four hour layover until our flight to Chicago. So 
it, it takes a day from being 24 hours to being 30 hours, 36 hours. So just kind of keep that in mind. Your day is going to be longer. It's going to be a long day. If you can plan for a day after returning from your vacation to reacclimate to your local time before you return to work, school, or other activities. Okay, so you should be set for your flight to Ireland and your first day or two in the country. I hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you did, would you leave a five-star review at Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts? If you can't leave a review on your podcast app, you can leave a review at the Ireland Family Vacations Facebook page, or if you're listening on your phone, just snap a picture, put it in your Instagram stories, tag me, and just say something nice. As always, you can email me directly, Jody, J-O-D-Y, at irelandfamilyvacations.com with any questions or comments. Thanks so much for listening today. Until next time, slangerful.